Welcome to Unplanned Podnessy, the only podcast on the internet that starts with the phrase the only podcast on the internet, and we talked about changing that, and then we decided not to change it because Chris likes doing that, and that's what we're going to keep doing. So, hey, it's Unplanned Podnessy. New year, new us, baby. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Chris. Hi. How's your life been for the last month? It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, we did Christmas. That happened. New Year's happened. And then there were uh, other weeks in there. So, you know, some events. So, you know. So, you know, some events occurred. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We did, uh, did the Christmas thing. That was nice. Had family time. That was wonderful. New Year's happened. I uh, didn't really do anything for New Year's. You know, ball oh. comes down and you say, oh, Ball doesn't come down if you're watching ABC because they fucking missed it. Well, see, I didn't watch. Okay, well, you would have wasted your time. Well. Because they fucking, like, ABC always has, like, the New Year's Rockin' Eve thing. Uh-huh. And they always just show the ball drop, and everybody's like, oh, five, four, six, seven, seven. And then the ball comes down. Well, instead of showing that, they showed the wrong fucking camera angle, and they showed like a, like a video of some clock tower or something that wasn't even synced up with the chant, and they just completely missed it. And then the camera switched back, and the ball had already dropped, and everybody's just standing around like, <laughs> So That's nobody that wasn't there saw the ball drop this year. Well, that's, you know, that that just proves that there's no reason to watch. I mean, come on, what do you yeah. get out of watching the ball drop? Really? Well, what is that? What is that? What is that? What does that do for the human soul to watch a it's ball inc- come down? It's an inclusiveness thing, right? People like to feel like they're part of something. I, I kind of like it because... I mean, we spend the entire year bitching at each other on Twitter and coming up with different reasons to be divided. But uh, on Christmas Eve, not Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, everybody sits and they watch that stupid fucking glass thing that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever to fucking make fall out of the sky, except it doesn't really fall. They just lower it down on like a motorized thing. But in that moment, everybody's like, hey, this is the thing we're doing. So the reason to watch it is human unity through a lowered ball. You got to take your victories where you can get them, man. With the human race. Okay. You know what? That's fine. It's about community. The the worldwide community. (laughs) For for a 10 second countdown, we are together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then we can go back telling each other to go fuck themselves on Twitter or whatever. You know, really what? bragging on Twitter this episode. Fuck Twitter. I mean, fuck you, Twitter. I got mad at Twitter earlier today. Why? What happened? I don't know. I just, I feel like every time I get on Twitter, somebody else is talking about something I like, and they're just like making up excuses why it's bad, and I'm just like, fuck off, man. <laughs> I, I, if you, and I tweeted this today, I was like, if you got on Twitter... If you took everything that somebody says on Twitter to heart, you wouldn't enjoy anything anymore. Because somebody has like some reason why this thing is objectively bad or or lazy or some they find some sort of like moral flaw with it or like I don't know. It just it feels like nothing is 
No, you can't. I feel like people think you can't just enjoy things anymore. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's social media in a whole. That's people as a whole. I, I feel like you know. Actually, that's not. I feel like when you talk to people in real life, they're way less cynical. Like most people oh, yeah. are just less cynical face to face. I think that's just that's just social media allowing people to just be anonymous and just let out the vitriol. Yeah, we're going to have one of these episodes again, huh? <laughs> we no. should probably stop before we waste the entire yeah. episode bitching about social media again. Yeah. But but yeah, you're right, 100%. When you talk to people in real life and you're like, hey, I like this thing, they're like, that's cool, man. Yeah. When you tell so, something on social media, they're like, this band is trash, your opinion is <laughs> trash, and you should go kill yourself. Yeah, go die. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, a bit extreme. Yeah, what's going on in your life? Um, I just applied, or I just had an interview for a new job that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, Mm? Nope. <laughs> um, I have a couple home projects going on, but not really, man. You know, I think maybe this is just me. Okay, okay. I, pe- people will have to let me know. You'll have to let me know. As I get older, I have a lot less new things happening in my life, and it just becomes monotony. I work. I play video games. I talk to the same people that I talk to. My my okay. new occurrences are a lot more rare. It's like, what well, the new things that happen are like, oh, I started a new diet, or oh, you know what? I'm fixing something around the house that broke. Those are yeah. the new things that are happening in my life currently. You think that's why, as a younger person, talking to old, older people used to be so boring? Like, when you're like, I don't know, 22 or whatever. If you talk to somebody who's like 35 and they're telling you what's going on in your life and you're like, wow, that sounds fucking awful. Could be. I don't know. Did you have that experience? I had yeah. that experience. No, I like mean, talking to older people, I was like, man, your life is so fucking boring. How are yeah. you not depressed all the time? Well, <laughs> we're there. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get it. They were. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. No, that's a, my life, too. Um, my life is actually a little bit starting to become a little bit different, but for the first time in, like, three years, mm. things are changing. But for the most part, yeah, like, the last three years of my life, besides starting this podcast and, uh, like, doing Duluty, has pretty much been the same. I've, I've been at the same job. I've lived in the same house. The only different things are, like you said, doing a different diet. Or whatever. But yeah, yeah, you're right. When you're younger, it's like every three months something is different about your life. Yep, it's constantly changing. And now it's like, did you buy something big and new that you're going to be in debt for, you know, 10 (laughs) years? No? Well, then things are probably the same. Did you sign yourself up for more responsibility lately? Yeah. Basically. I think the most exciting thing other than going to that interview that has happened is I was started looking at water softeners from my house. I was like, <laughs> ooh, maybe. Get rid of that film scum or or that, that water scum on my dishes that from my dishwasher. Yeah, I can't use my dishwasher because it leaves hard water. Yeah. See, super exciting to anyone. Oh, yeah, I got you, man. I got a water softener 
that is from like 2001 that the previous owner of the house left behind that it wasn't hooked up. But I hooked that fucker up for that reason because I had to change the fucking fixtures in on the sinks in my house because they were all gummed up with fucking minerals and shit. Yeah, so it's I had awful. To hook it up. It's yeah, awful. It's terrible. You, you can't do anything about it. You have to replace it. It's ruined. Every homeowner's mm. like, yes, I agree. And everyone that's not a homeowner's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. I just call the maintenance guy. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone under like 22 is like, what are they talking about? Like, I, see, this is the problem. If you, yeah. it, you, when you get older, you get boring. Water softeners are not an interesting topic. Yet, I no. am incredibly interested to hear about your water softening issues because I have been looking at water softeners. Right, this right. That's, that, that's how you talk to each other as an adult. You're like, let's talk about these things that are horribly boring from an outside perspective because I need to know your current <laughs> stance on my issue so that I know what to do about my boring adult issue. Yep. <laughs> or we can commiserate. Yeah. Those are like the only two things adults talk about is like, how did you fix your problem? Or let's commiserate about how terrible it is to be an adult and have these problems. Oh, aging, man. It's it's brutal. You, I, I remember we used to sit around at night after drinking twenty Mountain Dews and eating uh, someone's mother's entire pantry, and be like, "You ever wonder if someone's mother's?" Yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> all the peanut butter is gone, all the chips are gone. <laughs> yeah, you, you've started dipping Doritos and things Doritos shouldn't be dipped in. Yeah, that's just like what is there? Yeah, you've you like, know, you've like gotten out the cheese whiz and you're like putting it on pickles. <laughs> you've toasted like the entire loaf of bread that she had available, <laughs> and you're just like, well, make croutons, and you're like pouring salad dressing on it that she had like stored in the back of the cupboard. Because you're like a group of five 18-year-old boys or like 16-year-old boys or whatever, and uh-huh. you just don't stop eating. Yeah, you're like, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> oh, man. Did you ever have those friends as a kid who, like, their parents barely fed them and had no snacks? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like, you'd go over to this friend's house, and their mom would cook dinner, and it was like a reasonable portion for one person, and that was it. That was all you got for the entire night. And if you were going to stay up until three or four in the morning, good fucking luck, because there's mm. nothing else in the house to eat. <laughs> that Yeah, those friends, those are the ones that you don't stay at their house. Um, and you hear, like, it, it happens once. You stay at their house yeah. once, and you're like, nah, you can come over. <laughs> <laughs> come over. Yeah, or you start bringing your own snack. Yeah, or yeah, you save up money. And every time you're going to go over there, you're like, I'm bringing a 24-pack of Mountain Dew and I'm bringing, like, a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, once you get your license, I mean, that changes because you can just go get food. But, but yeah, when you're, like, 12, 13, 14, it's like, this is a serious issue. Yeah, you know what's interesting? And you said once you get your license, you can go get fast food. When, you know, when I was, like, 16 17 18 and we were hanging out during high school years we didn't go get fast food late at night really? we we went to walmart like we just went to walmart and bought food and like not like anything you would cook we'd go to like the bakery and buy like pies and shit <laughs> yeah no no yeah we did that too because 
Because you can go get fast food, but that's boring because your mom used to take you out for fast food or whatever. But yeah, when you have the freedom to go do what you want, you can go to the store and just buy what you, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because up until then, you've gone to the store with your parents and they've been like, no, you can't have that. But when, when you're 16, 17, you're like, yeah, I can buy that whole fucking dozen of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> do what I want. I'm going to have it. Yeah. Man, growing up's wild. That's just... Wild. It's wild. I can only remember the things I wanted as a child that I should buy now just to have. That's... If I ever have a child... I'm going to tell them anytime they want something, write it down and keep that list forever. And when <laughs> yeah. you, when you, I'm not going to buy it for you. <laughs> you can buy it for yourself. When you later. become a grown up, buy it. See if you actually wanted it. Wait 20 <laughs> years. <laughs> or see if you look at that list and just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want any of these yeah. things. Wait until you're 30 and see if that list still makes sense. <laughs> and then come yeah. back and tell me. Or they'll just be pissed off. Because they'll be like, Dad, do you know how much this fucking thing costs on eBay now? If you had bought me this when I was a kid and I still had it, it'd be like $2,000. And I'll be like, good thing you wrote down that list and you can blame me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. If you hadn't written the list down, you may not even know. I had a bunch of Gundam toys. And this is on me, not really on my mom. I had a bunch of Gundam action figures that were like only available at Toys R Us for a short period of time in like mm-hmm. the mid-2000s. And I had like a whole bucket full of them. And I mean, they were probably like five or six bucks or something like that at Toys R Us. But some of those now? And it, like my mom, I think when my parents were moving house a long time ago, probably like 10 years ago or something like that, she was like, do you still want these? And I was like, no, nah, you can toss them or donate them to Goodwill or whatever. And a lot of those on eBay now, dude, these things are like 100, 150 bucks a piece, yeah. something like that. Ridiculous. Also, in-box Nintendo 64 games. Holy shit. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, Nintendo, 64, Nintendo games hold value over a long time anyway, yes. but, like, Nintendo 64 games in the original cardboard box, ridiculous. Yep. Ridiculous price. Uh, this, the, I, I can go two directions to follow this up. I'll, I'll First, I'll go with the Nintendo thing. When Nintendo released the uh, card or the yeah, I guess it's a cartridge for the Switch cartridge edition of Mario sixty four remake, mm-hmm. um, and they were like, it's a limited run for like two months. Mm-hmm. I bought two of those and I got them sealed in packages. I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for on those fuckers. I'm sitting on those. Yeah, uh, Nintendo's always a good bet. Yeah, always, always. I mean, it might take forty years for them to be worth anything, but. They're gonna be worth something at some point, and it might only be double the price and be like worth 120 bucks each. But fuck it, they're just sitting yeah. there. Um, contrary, like in contrast, old PlayStation games, even if they're in like the cases and stuff, no one wants that. Worthless, absolutely worthless. Unless it's like a full Final Fantasy VII or something. I mean, and even then, it's probably not. All that stuff was just. Most games are so mass-produced on systems that they're worthless. Nintendo's the only one that does, like, limited runs of stuff and pulls stuff. I don't early. even think... But, like, Ocarina of Time is not a game that was hard to come by. 
But now if you have it in the, I guess it's the box really that makes it valuable. Mm. Ocarina of Time is only like a $20 game or something like that if it's just the cartridge. But yeah, I guess because most people just toss the boxes. Maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe. But but I don't think, I mean, how many copies of Super Mario 64 are there compared to like, I don't know, Halo CE for the original Xbox? But a copy of Halo CE is like, I don't know, you can get it anywhere for like 2 or $3. Why? Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are way more copies. I have no idea. I but. feel like there are more copies of Halo than there are of Mario 64. The, the other thing with Nintendo games is they do updates to games as they release them. Um, so like the first editions of Mario 64 that, re- that were released are not the same as the later editions of Mario 64. They have they have differences in them. Um, really? Generally, they're like code fixes uh, to like fix a bug or something. Um, but like speedrunners will pay a lot of money for certain versions of games where a glitch only works in that specific version. Uh, I think Mario is one of those where there's like a really er- early version that they use. Um, actually, I think the Mario 64 speedrunners use the Japanese version because the text dialogue yeah. is shorter. But I was gonna say I know I know that there are differences between the Japanese versions and the English versions of almost all the super or like almost all the 64 games. Like the tunings of the carts and stuff in Mario Kart are different between mm. the versions. I know that. I didn't know that they actually had different versions of the software on later cards and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fairly certain Zelda's one of the ones that has, like, two different versions or maybe more. And, and it's like, like, like I said, it's like a minor bug fix or like a minor optimization. But that, that stuff makes a difference for speedrunners. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, Anyway, was uh, there a second part of that? Yeah, that you wanted action figures. You you said your your mother didn't make you get rid of your oh. action figure. I don't know what happened, but at mm-hmm. some point during my youth, my parents did make me get rid of my action figures. Oh no! Yeah, um, and I don't specifically remember why. I don't know if they were like, "Nah, he's getting too old. Let he needs to move on from him." But that doesn't feel like my parents. That doesn't seem like something they would do. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just had too many, and they were like, "You need to trim that we down." We need to get rid of some of this shit. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But I definitely uh, some of some stuff that was definitely worth some money now uh, went away. Some wow. some old versions of Spider-Man toys. My cousin's husband. Uh, and I may have talked about this already on an episode. He goes around to uh, like thrift stores and pawn shops and stuff and like scrounges for stuff on eBay and looks for just pieces and parts mm. of old like 80s action figures. And like he'll just buy a lot of shit that is just like Luke Skywalker's arm or whatever. And so he just has buckets and buckets and tubs of pieces and parts of action figures and then he'll just like dig through them and put pieces together to make a whole figure and then he'll wow. take the cons and stuff and sell them and he makes oh, a lot of money, a lot of money doing it that's cool yeah because like 
somebody's bucket that has like like I said, Luke Skywalker's leg in it or something or whatever, you know, and then he finds another one somewhere that's some kid has like fucked up. He can just like piece them together and he buys them for basically nothing, but once they're complete, they're worth something. Yeah. The downside of that is like their entire basement is just full of tubs of action figure parts. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. I mean, that's a cool hobby though that is cool generates hobby. money. If he's generating more than he spends. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he said he cleans up at cons. Like, he'll go to, like, one of the big cons around here and uh, leave with, like, four or $5,000. Holy shit. Yeah, so. Big money, Salvia. Big money, Salvia. Big money, Salvia. Big money, Salvia. Um, okay, well... Oh, how did your job interview go? Uh, it felt well. I don't want to jinx it, but it felt like it went really well. Um, so that's great. Um, when I got there, uh, I waited in the lobby. Uh, this gentleman named Redacted down and and gets me Redacted. Uh, then told me that someone uh, that was interviewing for the position didn't show up. Um, oh. And there were only well, three. You're already at in yep. front of that person. Yep, three people. Uh, there were three candidates. Uh, the one of them didn't show up, and I was in the elevator with him. And I did a little arm pump, and I went, "All right." And he looks at me. And I was like, oh, "That's good news for me." And he's like, "That is good news for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, so that 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 was that was cool, and I got in the interview, and uh, while we were interviewing. Uh, they introduced themselves and I introduced myself myself, and told them my interests and turned out pretty much everyone on the panel played video games and uh, one of them was, is a Warcraft player and oh, nice. the, the job is for reporting and analytics and uh, I told them that I do a lot of log uh, analyzing after raids um, as kind of like a link to that, and the mm -hmm. one Warcraft player is a raider that also logs and looks at logs. Yeah, and she explained <laughs> logs to the entire panel and like nice what they're all about. So that was really cool, like tie-in that she could be like, oh yeah, and you know, this this equates in a way. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's it's making that's making people like you. Yep. right there, and yep. that's the most important thing. Yep. Uh, qualifications are secondary to people liking you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's why. That's why. See, there has a song called "Fake It." <laughs> uh, you, as long as you can make people like you, you can fake your way through anything. I don't think that song's about job interviews, but nope. But <laughs> I'm gonna make it apply. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it was are you such it a fucking hypocrite. Well. well, maybe. Whoa. No. No, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It, everyone was super nice. Um, we, I, it felt like we all got along really well. The way they talked about the work environment, it sounded amazing. Um, they they talked about their favorite. Like, every, I asked when I'm in an interview, I ask them what is their favorite part of the job. Um, during that reverse question portion, 
And they all said that their favorite part of the job were who they work with. Um, so seems like they got a really good team environment. So um, nice. yeah, it it went. I think it went really well. So fingers crossed. Sick, sick, nasty. Well, it sounds like you got off to a good start with getting them to like you and the one person showing up late. That happened to me actually. I'm starting a new job on Monday. And uh, that sort sort of the same thing happened to me when I was interviewing last month was because I, interv- I, I interviewed for another position at the place I work at now. It's sort of a promotion. And I was the first person to get interviewed. And like a couple days later, we had like a inner team meeting, like, a, like an all hands meeting. And the who the guy who will be my supervisor now posted in our slack channel and he was like uh we're all going to be late to the meeting because the person that we were supposed to be interviewing is running late and i was like <laughs> nice it's <laughs> a victory so, yeah yeah i ended up getting that job so uh, yeah be punctual and make people like you yeah and, and you are 75% of the way there oh yeah well 100% yeah. Yeah. All right. Um uh seeing as how it's a new year, maybe we can make this quick. I don't know if you have anything, but do you have any resolutions or anything that you want to accomplish in the next 12 months? Here's the thing, Matt. I have made new year's What's resolutions. Here. Here's the thing. Uh <laughs> This segment is New Year's resolutions are bullshit. Um Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I that that's my that's my take. What happens, in my opinion, is people set New Year's resolutions, and they are now like, "Here's this arbitrary time frame for me to do something I've been putting off." Yeah, and I I would imagine ninety nine point nine percent of New Year's resolutions fail within the first three months of the year. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So I don't do them anymore. Um, I actively avoid. Being like it's the new year, it's a new me kind of mentality. Uh, if I if I want to do that, I'll start a week after the new year. <laughs> yeah, or the week well, before. The thing that I run into trouble with is like my New Year's resolutions will always be like I'm gonna eat better, do better, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, the first couple weeks of January, especially, I'm always depressed as fuck. Sure, and I don't want to do anything. Because it's January, which sucks ass, because it's super cold, mm-hmm. and there's nothing to look forward to, because Christmas and everything is over. There's nothing There's nothing fun that happens in January or February, and fuck Valentine's Day. And so, like, they're the two most depressing years out of the month. So, I don't want to do anything. Plus, you've always been on vacation, or, like, not having to do a lot at work because of the holidays. Yep. And so, you're feeling good. And like on January 1st, you're like, yeah, I feel great. I'm going to do these things. And then you have to do your first week of work back. And it, that always just kills it immediately yeah. for me. Always. Like I've been doing great on like eating and exercising and all that shit for like the last two months. I, I have absolutely been done the opposite of that completely for the last week because I, I've struggled to just pull myself through the beginning of the year. And it always happens. So fuck New Year's resolution. Welcome. You know, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know where that tradition comes from. I'd be interested to know when that started. Um, and and is that I don't know if that's an American thing or a Western thing or like an entire world thing. I have no idea. I don't know. Well, all right. Uh, so is there anything else you want to talk about? Catch up on for the the introductory phase of the podcast that's already been 30 minutes long <laughs> it has been long i don't think i've asked how you've been yet <laughs> oh depressed as fuck <laughs> i've uh no i've been all right um i'm like i said i'm starting a new job on monday uh the holidays were fine i took a bunch of time off in december um which was really cool visited with my mom a lot uh, took a lot of time off work cleaning up the house and stuff. I'm moving soon. Uh, I don't have a definitive date on that because I actually have to sell the house I'm in right now first. But my plan is to move here pretty soon. Um, moving back to where my mom's family lives. So I'm looking forward to being back close to my mom and her family and having family close, because where I live right now, I don't really have any family or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be nice. And um, yeah, really my my time off that I didn't spend uh, hanging out with family and stuff has either been spent cleaning the house and packing things up, or uh, I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft lately. Yeah. I know you've been playing Lich King. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Retail. Yeah. So um, I, I really like the new expansion having a lot of fun with it like the changes that they've made to pvp they made it a lot more i guess old school isn't the word it's a lot more like it used to be in like wrath mm-hmm. and um which i'm a big fan of and you can see this com- computer over here i've been fucking with this this is uh, an emulator that i've been digging around with oh, okay um or it's a machine that i use as an emulator right i've been Playing a bunch of old games on. Um, oh, that's dope. Yeah, you know, I and, and sorry, go ahead. No, I go ahead. I, you can go ahead and finish. I was just going to ask you about World of Warcraft. Okay, I was also saying, uh, school started here recently, and I'm really not looking forward to that. Actually, I'm getting towards the end of my master's degree, and I'm fucking fed up with it, and it's a fucking sure but i'm doing it are you happy that you're doing that are you when when it's all said and done and you have your masters are you going to be happy that you have your masters i think i regret it a little bit i think i'm only finishing it at this point because i'm almost done Uh, yeah i don't know that it was worth it i really don't know that it was worth it i Um, i have not found education to be that useful in my life the job that I'm starting Monday is basically the job that I hoped that I would get when I was done with my master's. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even done with it yet, and I've already gotten the job. Yeah. And being in the program may have played a role in getting the job. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm going to finish it, though. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, hell, it can't hurt to have it. Yeah. Unless you go apply for a job and they're like, you're overqualified. You're like, no, I need this job. (laughs) I'll just stop putting it on my resume. It'll be be thousands of dollars and hours of time wasted. Yeah. Ah, Who needs time and money? Yeah. Literally the most important things in all of our lives. Who needs them? Who needs them? Waste them. Throw them away. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, what were you going to ask? I, no, I was going to ask about World of Warcraft because I have been playing Wrath of the Lich King. Um, but as you or people who played Wrath may remember, once you're caught up in Wrath, there's not a whole lot to do in Wrath. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah, did my raid this week. I'm capped on PvP gear. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, there's none of the... If I recall correctly, there aren't even any of like the insanely long rep grinds no. that you get in the expansions now. Yeah. Um, uh, all of Wrath's reps, you use tabards and get them through dungeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll probably be visiting retail pretty soon. Um, Alduar is about to re-release for Wrath. So, yeah, I saw that January 19th. Yeah, so I'll be doing that on raid days, and I'll have to recap my honor gear from my, from my uh, arena team. But other than that, I'll probably start playing retail. Um, yeah, you. I, so I, I saw that you can do like cross-faction, cross-server, cross-region realm like grouping now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much anything... You can pretty much do anything cross-faction now. And I've even heard, and I don't know if this is like a substantiated rumor or anything, but that uh, Blizzard's actually talking about doing like cross-faction guilds and stuff. Oh, wow. And a big, a big part of this, I guess, apparently, is that the, um, like the faction balance has swayed so heavily towards Horde that a lot of Alliance servers, like heavily Alliance dominated servers are having hard times finding like enough people to make good guilds. Like if you talk, if you look at like the top 100 rating guilds, like seven of them are Alliance. It's ridiculous. Wow. Is that, so, do you know if that's because of racials? Because it used to I, be that racials played a huge part in that. I honestly don't know. I, I know I've, Apparently, well, I I've, I stopped playing for a long time. Yeah. But I don't know. Apparently, there was a big shift, and like a lot of uh, guilds, uh, faction changed, and now this is the state that we're in. Apparently, though, and I know that this does have something to do with racials. The the PvP, though, there are way more players on Horde, and the PVE side of things is a lot healthier on Horde. Uh, Alliance is doing way better in PvE. Or in PvP, mm. which works out for me because that's mostly what I do. Yeah, in game. So, well, fair but, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. I may see you over there. I. I. <laughs> Dope. I've been maining a demon hunter, and I don't like it. <laughs> I basically did it because it's when we started doing arenas. It was like basically the top class mm-hmm. in PvP because it the self-heals are ridiculous and you can keep yourself alive for a long time. Yep. And I really don't like the class Interesting. at all. It's pretty I usually simple. main a warrior, but warriors are not doing well uh, in PvP. Um, which is pretty rare because usually yeah, warriors are, do pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot more classes have just, mortal strike now. Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess the next thing that we'll get into, if that's all the personal catch-up you want to do, is a few news stories that have happened over the last month. And these are basically like the top three things 
that were talked about on Reddit in the last month. And I want to go through them and just talk about our opinions on them, if we have any. And the first thing, the most recent thing, is Andrew Tate getting arrested. Do you know anything about this? Nope. Okay. Sure don't. Do you even know who Andrew Tate is? I assu- If I had to guess, athlete. Mm, yeah, well, okay, close. Fighter. Well, okay, a, a fighter is an athlete. When I hear athlete, I think like football. Or so, so MMA, baseball, or something. Yeah, but okay. yeah, he's an MMA fighter. Um, if you don't know who Andrew Tate is, this discussion is going to be worthless. So we'll just move <laughs> on to the next one. No, I don't. I don't follow. Uh, I used to follow MMA. I don't anymore. Uh, this this is more of like an influencer type story than an MMA. Oh no, it doesn't matter. We'll Sorry. just cut this up. All right. So, the the first thing, the most prominent thing that a lot of people have talked about for the last month is the Elon Musk at Twitter situation. Yep. And have you have you been paying attention to that much? No. I'm, okay. I'm going to be real with you. What what I do on Twitter is I get on, I read what people post, and that's about it. I don't I don't know what Elon did after the whole checkmark thing. And that blew up in his face. (laughs) So post that, I just haven't, I haven't kept up with it. Okay, after that, it basically just got worse where he (laughs) started banning people who disagreed with him after basically building his entire platform off of free speech. Yeah, would it? Um, Yeah, there was a lot of that sort of thing going on. That blew up in his face pretty hard. But uh, we can just talk about the checkmark thing because I think that's the funniest thing. The funniest thing, hands down, was like, did you see the Nintendo tweet? No. Was... I saw, I think I think the big one I saw was someone tweeted as Eli Lilly that they were giving away insulin for free, and their, <laughs> oh, their, yeah. their stock tanked. Yeah, I saw something like that, and then Eli, yeah, Eli Lilly had to respond and be like, yeah. no, please, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that blew up real hard. There was somebody made a Nintendo of America Twitter account and paid for the verification and then just posted a picture of Mario with a middle finger up and <laughs> a bunch of people <laughs> retweeted it <laughs> and like a lot of people were just like taken aback in the replies people who were obviously not smart enough to figure out what was going on who were just like why would you do this <laughs> yeah wow um so, yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, we can make that a quick uh, hypothetical situation. If you could pretend, for, a, for one day, if you could pretend to be verif- a verified person on Twitter, who would you be and what would you do? Oh, man. Well, I, I'm i pretty sure a bunch of people did Musk and they all got banned. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Uh, H3H3, uh, Ethan did that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that one's too obvious, though. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I think a funny one. Well, to me personally, would be doing Blizzard and being like, "We're separating from Activision." Oh. See yeah. what and see what that did to Just their stock prices. Watch the fallout. <laughs> yeah. I Ooh. think that'd be funny. That would be pretty funny. Um, would 
I don't. Okay, I'm, I'll show my ignorance with the stock market. Like, if since Blizzard Activision is is one company, obviously they have to be traded. Yeah. Together, if they split, does that that create that would then create two stocks, which would be Activision and a, and yes. a Blizzard stock if they were going to be a publicly traded company, right? Yeah. So would there would would they work out a deal? Because I think this is I think this is how this works. If you own a comp like if you own a merged company like that mm-hmm. and they split apart, isn't there usually some short, sort of shareholder deal deal where you'll get this many shares in one company and this many shares in another? I don't actually. Yeah, I have, I have. I have no idea. Um, I think so. I think I think that's how it works. Um, can you even split a company like that, or does it just have to be in? Your no, company? you can't. I yeah, have no you, idea. You can split a company like that. Okay. Um, the company I currently work for was going to do that. And then okay. instead of doing that, they sold off half the company. Um, okay. But yeah. But what would the would shareholders then get shares in one company and the other company, or would they yeah. have to like pick? Or yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't. I don't yeah. know if you just get shares in a new company, or yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. This is a public statement to any future invest like uh, financial. Uh, planner or advisor that I may have that you can just lie to me and I, <laughs> I will believe you <laughs> clearly I know nothing yeah um but it would be interesting if the stock price would dive in anticipation of this devaluing Activision or would it climb in anticipation of this making Blizzard way more valuable who That's, knows yeah who knows who knows who knows that was in uh yeah I think probably what I would do. Ooh, I don't know. I think to really get the conspiracy theorists riled up, I'd either pretend to be Obama and like announce some sort of presidential, like, uh, like turnover, as in like just pretend to be Obama and be like, I'm I'm proud to announce that. Biden is giving me the presidency or something like that. <laughs> and I will now be the president of the United States again and just watch conservative, tw- conservative, God damn it, watch conservative Twitter just lose their fucking minds because I think that'd be really funny. Um, and, and then if you wanted to go peak chaos, I think, and this would be super, super, uh, like harmful and irresponsible, but to just like pretend to be Pfizer or something and be like, oops, we put AIDS in the vaccines oh or God. something. <laughs> that would cause that a huge scare. Yeah. Yeah. That would cause total meltdown. That would be bad. Again, irresponsible. Yeah. Kind of want to see what would happen. That would, that would cause irreparable damage. That even if, even if they were like the actual Pfizer made a public statement about it, even if Twitter banned you, even if Twitter put out a statement about it, there are swaths of people who would still believe that that happened and that somebody's trying to cover it up. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that that would that would cause 
damage that would last for years, probably. See, you you could do that, and you could put out like a product announcement, uh, and and be like Pfizer, we're releasing a new product called Oops All Virus, and do like a <laughs> do like a Captain Crunch Oops All Berries yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. I don't know yeah. that that's kind of stupid shit. I would do. Like a, a false, <laughs> a, a false product campaign. Uh, funny, <laughs> funny, it funny would, it would stuff. Be, it would be pretty funny. Um, kind of sad I didn't get in on that one. Honestly, yeah, me too. I didn't. I knew I it was going to happen, it, but I didn't have but, any good ideas. Yeah, exactly. I knew yeah, exactly what was going to happen, but I just didn't do it. Yeah. Oh, hey, wow. man. We could have been ver- verified uh, tits or <gasps> Oh, my God. Probably wouldn't have changed anything. Probably nope. still wouldn't have gotten any followers. I mean, we can still do that, right? You you can still do a verification system. It's just different now, I assume? I don't fucking know. It seems like it changes every couple of days. They mm-hmm. they keep changing the color of the checkmark, too. Really? I haven't seen yeah. I, don't, I don't get on Twitter enough to... Well, you also have to update the app to see some of these changes. Oh. Okay. Because they added the view what? count thing to the new version of the app, and it's always like not properly lined up. I don't know if it's because I have a small phone, and so like the screen real estate, it, or if it's really just scuffed, like it looks like it is. But when you open the new version of the Twitter app on my phone, like a lot of times when you look at a tweet, do you know what I'm talking about? Where they added the view count to yeah. the bottom of the tweets? Yep. Yeah, like it it won't be in line with everything else. It'll be like slightly over the bar. At the bottom of the tweet and stuff, it's like really fucked up. Yeah, mine mine's in line. I noticed that, and I was like, "This is interesting. Why why am I seeing this now?" And it really makes you realize how unpopular some people are. Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> At first, I was like, "Why would anybody need to know this?" But now, it is interesting to look at a tweet that has. 40,000 likes and another tweet that has 40,000 likes and realize the view to like ratio. Yeah. And like, because you may look at a tweet from Elon Musk and it's got 100,000 likes on it and you assume that that's a popular tweet. And then you'll, you might see a tweet from, I don't know, Tony Hawk or something and it's got 100,000 likes on it. But like, Tony Hawk's tweet will have 200,000 views where Elon Musk will have like 8 million or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It does put, Things in perspective. Yeah, it it really does. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know that I like it though. I, it, for me, I have posted some things. Well, I posted something that got like five hundred views, and it got no likes. I'm like, man, I must really suck. I don't really want to know that. I don't want to know how many people saw it. I'd rather just be ignorant and think that only my friends saw it and no one clicked like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see how it would make you feel bad. I don't care. I just don't care. Like, I I will tweet something and then just not even go back and look at it, so it just doesn't matter to me. I assume I'm not going to get any likes anyway, so, it like, just getting one like is a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah. So, that, it, that doesn't bother me that see, much. See, I've never done that with Twitter, though. I never went back and, like, went to see the analytics of my tweet, but when it was just displayed under it, I went and looked. That's the thing. When I started seeing that, it just displayed it. I was like, oh, now I'm curious. 
And well, you don't know how many of those views were people that actually follow you and how many of them are just people who just happen to be served your tweet for some right. reason. Right, right. So, but I want people who are served my tweet bots. to like it. It's true. Fair enough. It's Fair true. enough. I really don't like when I'll be on Twitter and it'll just suggest me tweets. Um, which, I mean, it constantly does that. But yeah. you know what I'm talking about, though, yep. where it'll be like, we think you might like this tweet from like this random topic that I've barely interacted with even once. And it's it'll just be like some like weird tweet from the middle of this obscure like cinema section of Twitter. And I'm just like, I fucking don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always toxic as fuck too. It's yep. it it feels sometimes like they pick the most toxic tweets possible to serve well, yeah. you. That's because toxic stuff gets m- more traction. Yeah. Negativity spreads better than positivity. That's probably at yeah, least it's on probably Twitter. Probably built that way. At least on it's probably Twitter. built that way. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, to me, it makes Twitter feel more like YouTube in the way that you can view the analytics easily. Just views and likes. Because YouTube, it's just right there. You go to a video, there's views, there's likes. It feels more like that now to me. And I don't necessarily like it. I don't know. Since this entire Elon Musk thing has started, I've found my Twitter usage has decreased drastically. Mm. And I hope that continues because it was eating up a lot of my time before. So, well, Like go. I said, the algorithm serving me, constantly serving me the most toxic shit imaginable has really uh, done a lot to decrease my amount, my usage yeah. on Twitter. So. Well, that's, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good thing. So keep that up. Thank you, Elon. Yeah. Thanks for fucking it. Thanks for fucking up Twitter and giving me some of my time back. I did see that someone started another platform to compete with Twitter, though. That that's happened a lot. I think there was one like the Hive. I think yep, is what uh, it yep, was called. Yep. Yeah, and they immediately got hacked because Did their they? their code <laughs> was just like horribly insecure. Oh uh, yeah, know. yeah. That was that was a big story. They had to shut down the platform because there was nothing they could do about it. Because basically, I think somebody just somebody basically discovered that some major part of their infrastructure basically had no authentication on it. Ah. Uh, and they could just be like, hey. What's up? I'm in here. I can read all your tweets, all your DMs, see what your email address is. And yeah, they had to just shut the platform down. And it may be back up now. Maybe they fixed it. But they, they had no other option at the time other than to just take the platform down. I <laughs> Because mean, it was such an egregious issue. That's really not that surprising to me. Because when you look at Twitter, you're like, this seems super simple. This doesn't seem that hard to, to make. Oh, yeah. No, replicating the functionality of Twitter takes almost, almost no effort. Yeah, but if you know the back end, yeah, that's a little. Yeah, actually securing that. Which, funnily enough, did you see the Twitter data breach that happened (laughs) earlier this week or late last week? (laughs) Well, it didn't happen. They this is actually something that they patched last year sometime, but it 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 like came out uh, over the last week or so. But it's basically, I think, like. 250 million accounts or something like that. Um, uh, like some hackers got the uh, email addresses and full names of those accounts and basically pasted them into a giant text file, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal that somebody would have your Twitter handle and your email address. But if you really think about it for a little bit, it could be seri- a serious problem. Yeah. Because there are a lot of anonymous 
like a lot of Twitter accounts that are probably operating under the illusion that they are anonymous and they uh, basically anybody can just go download this like 50 gigabyte text dump and see what that person's if they, that person put their real name in and what that person's email address is. Which, if you can find another text dump from somewhere else with email addresses in it, it's pretty easy to start correlating that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. building a profile on who someone is. So, yeah, good job, Twitter. Way to go. <laughs> I think the way they did that was actually, and like I said, I think it got patched sometime last year, but basically Twitter's API would just let you take an email address and query the API, and it would just give you a response as to whether or not a an account existed with that mm. tw- that email address. And then I think it may have given you information about the names and stuff too. So I see. Uh, yeah, way to go! Damn. Yeah. All kinds of trouble and, over there at that Twitter. Yeah. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Uh, um, and the other news topic that I dug up that I think will be like our hypothetical discussion for this episode is did you see the McDonald's in Texas that is going to be fully automated? There will Ooh. be no people working at this McDonald's. No, that basically, makes sense. Basically, it's just a building you roll up to, you punch onto a screen what you want, the machine microwaves it or whatever. Or I don't know if it microwaves it. It probably deep fries the fries and shit. But then it just like shoves it all onto a, into a bag and hands it to you. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I believe it. And yeah, I know. I, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Now my question for you is, how do you feel about this heavily automated system? Do you think, because a lot of people's opinion on this sort of thing is that it's going to take lower class jobs away from people and that it's going to be the downfall yes. of society. What, what's your opinion? It's definitely going to take jobs away from people. Duh. I mean, it's been happening in the automotive industry for decades. The the yeah. the farther we advance robotics, the less jobs there are for people to do simple tasks like that. Yeah, no. If you're if your highest qualification and your highest skill is flipping burgers, yeah, you're out of a job. Like, sorry, you need to you need to be able to contribute more to society than turning your wrist. Like I, I, I don't, I don't mean okay. to sound like a dick, but because I mean, plenty of people end up in the situation where they end up working fast food. Um, I think you know, if you're like in a management position in fast food, I, I there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that that's a hard job to manage. You're saying there's something wrong with cooking burgers and that just being your job? No, there's nothing wrong with it, but at this point. It it doesn't contribute to society enough. That's what I'm saying. Is okay, but there's not enough question. contribution. Does everyone have to contribute to society? Like, do should there be a future where? Because if we move to, and I think we've had this discussion a little bit before in the episode where we talked about, um like virtual reality and stuff and like people working coding jobs from Mm -hmm. virtual reality and stuff like that. But in a world of tomorrow where these sort of simple things are heavily automated and we don't need people to do these sorts of things, like is there going to be enough work for people to do something that is more complicated than that? 
I so to answer the question, should everyone have to contribute? N- no, like uh, the unfortunate reality of our world is, if you don't contribute, you, you don't make money. There, it should be fine to be like SpongeBob, and if your joy is being a fry cook, you should be allowed to flip burgers for a living and, and enjoy that if that's what you enjoy. That should be fine. But that's not how our society is. That's not where we're heading. Unfortunately, we're heading in a direction where if you're what you enjoy isn't a skill set that contributes to society, you don't make money. You don't make a living. Um, a society should. But what should, should happen to those people? The, the unfortunate reality. It, it, well, it's what's been happening to people over the last hundred years. You work a job you don't like. Sorry. Like, that's what ended up happening. So you find something that is available that you don't want in it. Yes. Okay. But what are those jobs going to be if, like, things that are dead simple are automated? You, 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 have to have... Get, you have to get the education to do something else. And that's part of the job of high schools to make sure that people have those minimum requirements to get entry-level jobs, whatever entry-level jobs are. And the entry-level jobs are going to be more educated jobs than working in fast food. So high school is going to have to do a better job of preparing people. Yes. Because right now, high school doesn't prepare anybody for anything. No. Like our, you can get through high school right now, absolutely, without knowing shit. Yep. Entry-level jobs are going to start being robotics repair. That's going to be entry-level jobs. Like, okay. Like if, I mean, that is a pretty decent job right now. Yeah, right now it is. Yeah. We're, we're moving toward a world where... Trade jobs are going to be the entry-level jobs. You, When you leave high school, there's not going to be a fast food style thing to go to. You're going to have to know how to plumb. You're going to have to know how to weld. Or you're going to have to know how to code. You're going to have to be able to live in a computerized world more and more. Like I don't think that's sustainable, though. Because I don't think, like, honestly, I don't think everybody can do that. There's, there are a lot of people who just don't have the ability to learn something super technical like that. They just can't do it. I I think I think most people that that let's stick with fast food. Most people that are currently working fast food probably have the ability to work in construction or other um skill-based trades. Um some skill-based trades, not all. Um, or in other services that robots can't currently do. We're not going to have, like, robot housekeeping ro- for a while. That That's okay. a more intricate yeah. thing than, like, stationary robots putting ingredients together. Um, so, like, custodial work is definitely something that's going to be around longer than fast food work. Um, construction work. You know, a lot of manual labor is going to still be around. Um, mm. And there are there are areas of construction work that don't take as much education. You know, obviously, you're not going to be the one laying out the floor plans right out of high school. You're not going to be the foreman or um, uh, what's the name of the person that's the head of the construction team? The uh, yeah, no, yeah, supervisor. <laughs> well, that that's not what I was going for. Um, no, contractor, you're not going to be a contractor. Oh, okay, 
but you know you can you can get on a construction site and be taught how to drive a nail and you yeah. move equipment around and, and unfortunately that's i think that's the world we're heading toward um a lot of people didn't want to work in factories but they had to because well the working conditions are poor in a lot of those jobs and a lot of those jobs like fuck you up physically mhm uh a lot a lot of those jobs are physically demanding and yep. they take their toll on you yep and so is that fair i mean doesn't matter uh, like <laughs> you're, like you're not addressing my, this, whether it's fair this or is not. In my you're opinion just... that that's reality it doesn't matter it doesn't matter okay. if it's fair no it's not fair it's not fair for any of us to have to work it's not fair for the last hundred years that people have been forced into factories it's not fair that thousands of years ago people were forced to pull blocks across sand on logs to build pyramids it's never been fair it is what it is it is what it is it, human labor has never been fair okay we had slaves that wasn't fair we abolished slavery and we said we'll pay you you still have to fucking do it because the world costs money <laughs> like so you, it's never so, been fair so your stance on this is that the automation of these lower skilled jobs is ultimately a bad thing for society oh i will lead us to a a less fair it is i'm not gonna say it's a bad thing for society it's a stepping stone because here's because the end goal is that no one ever has to work uh the end goal is that we get to a star trek style civilization where you have machines that can just produce anything you need and pull right. fucking photons into and, and make them into matter, and then like no Wally. one, yeah, and no one has to work, and everyone gets to do what they enjoy, and that's how they contribute to society. Because whether they want to make music or make art or be starship captains, they can follow that path out of the joy of doing it instead of the necessity of money. That's the end goal. Okay. Is yeah. is what we're doing necessary? Is the automation of fast food necessary? Eh, probably not. This is... You mean, do you mean... So are you saying it's not necessary for the continuation of humanity? Right. Yeah, well, no, it's not. We could continue as we are. Yeah. I mean, climate and everything aside, like renewable energy and stuff would have to become a thing for us to... For the current state of society to be sustainable. Yeah. And there's things about birth rates and resources and stuff like that. but. That aside, yes, we probably could continue as it is with human beings doing the lower skilled labor and just leave it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think ultimately though the destination that we'll reach with automation and stuff is better than where we're at now? The ulti- In regards to the fast food industry, I don't f- I, unless they're using it as like a testing ground for improvements. No, because I don't think I don't think taking these jobs away from people and having robots do it, it progresses us any unless there unless it's like a testing ground. And then we use what we learn from those robots to automate other jobs. And maybe that's where we end up. But the short sighted view of we're just moving fast food, the fast food industry to automation. No, that doesn't advance the human civilization 
You don't think that it gets us one step closer to that Wally reality where we nobody has to do anything if they don't want to, and we just press a button and it shoots tasty paste into our mouth. Like I said, not not unless it's teaching us a lesson, which maybe it is. Maybe it's teaching the people who make those robots lessons about how to make better robots and how to. Yeah, it's going to teach a lot of lessons because people are going to break this system. The system is going to malfunction. Yeah, we're going to learn more about how to automate these sorts of things. Yeah. So, so in that aspect, yes. In the aspect of the job it's doing, no. So, okay. So you don't think this automated Texas McDonald's makes society any better right now. But you think that there's a possibility that the lessons that people learn from this automated McDonald's may make society better years and years down the line. Correct. Okay. Yeah. In the short term, it does nothing. It, it, it only removes jobs. In the long term, it can teach lessons to improve society. I, I, I think this is a necessary step. I think this makes sense. I think it's a good thing. I, like, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from people who work fast food. There are lots of reasons why people work fast food, mm-hmm. and lots of those are valid. But lots of people can't get better jobs because they might have some sort of stupid like, criminal history or something like that that prevents them from that's getting a, a better job or that, education. Or that's a real boner. That's that sucks. A, that's a whole other issue to talk about is yeah. how we treat reformed criminals. But yeah, no, we could we could absolutely do a whole episode on cri- the criminal justice system, yeah. especially in oh, America God. and and stuff. Um, I think that would actually be an interesting thought experiment. Like how if we could redesign the the criminal. Jo- I don't even want to call it the criminal justice system because that's such a bullshit term. But yeah, like, there's very it, little justice in it. Yeah, if we could reform that whole process, how, what would it look like? That might be a fun thought experiment. But anyway, um, yeah, the lots of those reasons are valid, uh, like you said. But I think that this is a necessary step towards a better future where people don't have to do that. Because, like you said, there might be people like SpongeBob who go to work at McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever every day, and they really love that job. I don't think there's a lot of them. I think 90% of the people who do those jobs absolutely fucking hate them. Um, And this is moving, this is one step towards nobody having to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that is something that people will disagree with. Uh being a better outcome for humanity. Right. What what I find interesting about this whole debate is that there are whenever something like this happens, like when when an automated Texas McDonald's spins up or whatever, there are people who hate their jobs, who work in industries like this, who go to work every single day and just fucking slave, you know, their 9-hour day away and hate every second of it and complain about it the entire time but those people are the same people who will complain about these things happening because it'll com- they'll complain that these are th- sorts of things are taking jobs away from people my take on that is that it may be like you said it, th- that may ultimately be the case in the short term mm-hmm. but I just feel like people should want for those jobs to go away because I feel like those people are envisioning a society where like all of these jobs just disappear and all those people are just shit out of luck and they end up homeless or something. But eventually society is going to stabilize to some sort of point where that problem takes care of itself. Maybe not takes care of itself, but it gets taken care of because nobody wants that future. Yeah, but what do we do in the interim? 
Like, yeah, what do these well, people do <laughs> before we can just take care of everyone while they're out of a job? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, humanity's had to reach a lot of unfortunate steps along the way to progress in the yeah. past. Uh, it's unfortunate. And I know that that sounds privileged, and I know that that comes from a place of privilege for me to say that, because I've never had to do one of those jobs. But that's just the way I see it. Like, I don't no, know. I mean, no, I agree with you. Like, yeah, it's, like I said, it's, a, like we both said, it's unfortunate stepping stones. Like, human labor has always been that way. It's it's where we always reach. We always reach a point where we have to force people to do stuff and force people into yeah. terrible situations to advance. And I, I want to make it clear that I don't think I'm above it. You and I both started our careers, well, yeah, you, you and I both started our careers in technology doing things that some automated system is absolutely going to be able to do for us probably oh, yeah. in like the next 20 or 30 years like having like swapping out desktop computers and like replacing screens on iPhones and stuff like that yeah or or installing somebody's Microsoft office for them or something like that that's going to be a problem that those things will be a problem that won't be that won't have to be solved by a human, human being in the next 30 years oh, yeah. i guarantee it yeah uh, I, if someone could take my first job when I was 14 was washing pots and pans. If a, another person never has to do that again and a machine can do it, that's amazing. That yeah. is a way better. Hiring 14-year-olds to stand over boiling water in a chemical tub and dip <laughs> yeah. a pot in chemicals, spray it off, and then dip it in boiling water so and then put it like up to dry that's not safe why are 14 year olds doing that why right. do we allow that but it, that's how shit works right now but like, it was good for you at the time because you got extra yeah cash. i got money but, but yeah but it's better in the long run if no 14 year old ever has to do that again. right yeah yeah like that's yeah it's gonna suck that 14 year olds can't make money at some point but you know what at least they're not standing over chemical tubs yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You've you've probably got some sort of like respiratory condition or something yeah. as a result of that that you're not going to know about for like twenty years. Yeah, I that only, they won't even be able to connect to that. Yeah, I I probably only worked the job for like maybe six months, but who the fuck knows what happened during those six months? Yeah, like it's just it that's not safe. <laughs> it's there's so many conditions that we put humans in. That just aren't safe. So much factory work. If you yeah. enter a factory, like, I don't know if you've ever worked in a factory, but um, people, if anyone that listens to this has worked in a factory, they know that you can go into a factory clean, and after eight hours, you can come out and you can feel the oil from, like, yeah. the factory on your skin, on your clothes. You smell like the factory. Yeah. You're well, it's even that way in... Um the data center that I've worked mm -hmm. in for the last six years. I mean, I don't work in it, but I've had to go into it on a regular basis. I was in it today and I smell like it now. Like, because all those servers are in racks in the data center and they're shooting chemicals and God knows what, because all those motherboards and stuff are heated up to like 300 fucking degrees. Yep. And like, who knows what cancers that, that stuff that is clinging to me that I can smell still yep. on me is causing. But, and you know what? I've made 
a decent amount of money having to go into those data centers and rack servers and build servers and stuff. And and if in 30 years nobody ever has to rack a server again because they can just slide it into a robot and it'll take it and stick it in the rack and plug it in, the, the Ethernet and power cables and shit, great. Yeah, Good. and it prevents X number of people from getting cancer. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, the end goal the end goal is to protect humanity. But, yeah, people are going to suffer along the way. It's just... I don't know that there's a way around it. I don't know that that there's any way to prevent some people from going hungry and losing jobs along the road to advancement. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, we've made a lot of progress as humanity over the last 300 years that's involved lots of people dying that didn't need to die, probably. But maybe they... I mean... Okay, I say they didn't need to die. A lot of people didn't need to die. There are were there were a lot of wars that have happened throughout the years that didn't need to happen. Yeah, but there are certain things that got us to where we are today, um, where people died and like lost leg and limb and stuff, and those people, those people had to suffer. We're at a better place for it, and like. It, it kind of sounds ridiculous that people that were like working in mines and stuff who like got black lung and shit uh, to like equate those sort of people to, you know, your local Chipotle burrito builder. But that's, I mean, that, I feel like that's kind of the same thing yeah. in a way. And like a lot of those people who probably, who like died in their 40s or 50s because they got black lung or some sort of horrible respiratory disease or got crushed in a mine collapse or something like that probably would have been upset at the time that the mine closed down because they didn't need people to do that anymore. Um, but it's a, a good thing that a lot of people don't have to work in those conditions anymore. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Someday, 50 years from now, maybe we'll look back on Chipotle Burrito Builder and say, <laughs> aren't you glad nobody has to accidentally <laughs> cut their finger yeah. as they're chopping the vegetables or yeah, whatever anymore? That, that's also like a point. I wonder how much disease has been spread through fast food. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. It, ha- it has to be a lot. Like, just, just a kid, like a 16-year-old kid going into work at McDonald's and coughing and just yeah. getting like... Well, yeah, because their manager's like, no, we need somebody. Are you dying? You have to come in or you're fired. Yeah. Like, and imagine nobody ever having to deal with that again. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, like, it'd work out for the best in the end, but I do feel bad for the people that are going to lose their jobs, but there's just no way around it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think we I think we agreed. It, it it does suck for somebody, but it I think it's a necessary step. Like it's the same way that like like you're saying that this one McDonald's isn't going to change anything significantly. But I mean that's probably the way that it seemed or that's definitely the way that it seemed with some th- products along the way to a lot of things that we have now. Like the first Tesla was a car nobody really wanted. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fucking Lotus Roadster that they took the engine out of and stuck an electric motor in. And 
I think it was like kind of fast, but it barely had any range at all. And it was a car that basically only rich people bought as a toy. And it, it didn't seem like it was going to change anything at the time. But I mean, the popularity of in as much as Elon Musk is a dickhead, uh, Tesla did a lot to advancing like the state of electric cars over the last yeah. 10 years, for sure. And now every every fucking company has an elect, has electric cars. Yep. Lots of companies in the next 10 or 15 years are growing to only electric cars. Um, so, and at the time, it probably seemed like that one Tesla wasn't going to change anything. But, but yeah. so, I don't know. Good. Yeah, maybe twenty years from now, every McDonald's will be automated. And Probably, people will be happier for it. Yeah, and well, and and let's be realistic, McDonald's isn't doing it altruistically for the advancement of the human civilization. Oh no, they're, they're doing, doing it for it because the bottom they don't line. have to pay workers. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to pay workers. They don't have to give refunds for people fucking up the orders. They don't have to <sighs> deal with McDonald's that get backed up because. Some person had to leave, called in sick, or if yeah, removing the human element from something like that is absolutely going to make you more money. Yeah. Also, you just said something I hadn't even thought of. No more wrong oh. orders. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah the the robot's gonna do it better. Yeah, let's replace everyone right now. <laughs> but you know, I've never actually had a wrong order from McDonald's. But Burger King can go really? at, Yeah. No, I actually haven't. But Burger King can go ahead and replace everyone. Fuck you, Burger King. Get your orders Fuck right. Fuck you, Burger King. I would, say, um, I would say nine times out of ten, the Burger King order is wrong. So I've complained about the Taco Bell where I live before on the podcast. But I, think I, I've thought, that issue. I think I've complained yeah. about the, the Burger King No, you King complained before. about Jimmy John's. Oh, yeah. Fuck you too, Jimmy John's. <laughs> Get robots. <laughs> Oh my god! Robots. It's probably just the town I live in. I no, just, I just don't I think, think fast cares. food sucks everywhere, and I think fast food sucks because those people people are underpaid and overworked. Yeah, and probably. But but a robot doesn't care. Nope. And yeah, and the consistency of the food will also be way better. Yeah, because like here, like where we're at now in fast food is like. If you roll up to the McDonald's at the wrong time, you've got the fries that they're scraping off at the bottom of the fryer that were dunked in like two hours ago and they're mm-hmm. soggy and shitty. Uh, but if they automate it, that's probably not going to be an issue because they're going to figure out some way to average out the crispiness of the fries. Yeah. So that that isn't an issue. I guess the only downside I could like think of right now, well, the only additional downside, I, I guess, is no one looking at like the actual food product as it's being prepared to see if like this is moldy meat. Oh yeah. This is moldy bread. That. Like unless the machine can detect that. I don't think with McDonald's in particular that's a huge issue. Have you seen McDonald's food that's sure, just, it, like those posts of McDonald's food that have been left out for like two months? Yeah. It looks and the it's, same. It's stale but it's not molding or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like plant life does, or fungus doesn't even want to eat that. The wild amount of preservatives in it just keep it yeah. how it is. Yeah. That's true. That's probably not a problem for McDonald's. So just saying. The you know there there will be no one looking at to make sure that you're of yeah. course, I don't know how much the sixteen year old is looking at your patty before he slaps it on the fryer anyways to make sure it's not moldy. 
So you'll also never have to worry about people spitting in your food. Nope. Which I know is not. I understand that that's not a prevalent thing. Like people have built this fear up more than it needs to be built up. I know that it does happen. It has happened. I've seen it happen. But you've seen it uh, happen. Yeah, my sister used to work at a burger. It was a smaller burger chain, fast food burger chain that I don't even know if it exists anymore. But when I was a, a kid and she was a teenager and I was there one night, my mom, I don't remember what my parents were doing, but my mom dropped me off at the end of her shift um, because she was supposed to babysit me or something like that. And uh, yeah, one of the, somebody came in like five minutes before close. And yeah, one of the teenage kids who was working there had toast my goat, spit in his burger and handed it over. That, you know, the thing is now that's assault. Oh yeah, I've seen that people have gotten, like that's actually been a legal mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, but oh, it was probably assault then too. Eh, back but. in the 90s, maybe not. Yeah, the t- things true. were a little different. Now we have COVID. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people get sent to jail for sneezing in people's faces now. So. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy that you actually saw someone spit in someone else's food. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, but anyway, that's something I'm subconsciously paranoid about. That somebody, and not even for any particular reason. Like I don't make a habit of assaulting fast food workers or being a dick or anything like that. I don't do that because there's no point. But, and it's also a shitty thing to do. But I have this like subconscious fear that somebody's just not going to like me for some reason and they're going to do it. Well, I mean, that's why I don't get fast food near their closing time. Like within like a half an hour, I won't go to a fast food restaurant. No, 30 minutes is absolutely my yep. My my. I remember one time I was traveling with my dad, and he was like, oh, we'll stop here. I was like, they close in like 15 minutes. He's like, that's fine. They're still open. I'm like, no, do not go there. Yeah. No, I was like, I they will spit yeah. in the food. Like, I my think that's would, literally what I said. My dad was the same way. He'd be like, no, they're, they're, it, if it says 10 o'clock on the door, they close at 10 o'clock. I'm like, no. No, at 10 o'clock, they've already cleaned everything. Yeah. And they, yeah, and they're only staying open enough so that if the manager finds out they're not going to be pissed. Yeah, they want to yeah. leave at ten oh one. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, thirty min, thirty minutes. I won't do thirty minutes. Forty five minutes is really pushing it. I have to either really want it or really, it has to be a situation where like this is the last thing open. I need food, mm-hmm. and because I haven't eaten all day or something like that. That's the only time I'll do 45 minutes. Yeah, and if I'm driving up, I'll literally be like, you guys still good to make food? Like, yeah. I'll ask. And if they're like, if, if they've never said it, but if they were like, no, not really, I'd be like, okay. I'd be like, I get it. That's Bye. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I've pulled up to fast food restaurants before that I know are supposed to still be open for like 45 minutes, and like all the lights are out. And the, like the one, I can see people behind the counter mopping, and one person's like sitting at the cash register, and I, I just turn around and leave. Yeah, you don't. I'm wanna, like, I'm not gonna nope, fuck with this. You don't want to be that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Nope, yeah. you will get spit in your food. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's the story of the automated McDonald's in Texas. Is there anything else you want to talk about this week? Holy shit. Uh month. 
week month week month year day decade um i don't nothing else is popping into my head at, at this moment um it's been if you're if you're listening to this episode uh welcome back it's it's been a fun break but it's good to do an episode and yeah uh if you're watching this on youtube and seeing the video version and you've never seen unplugged Ponzi before hi and this is this is our faces. <laughs> uh, they're like these monsters, hideous. Yeah, somebody, at least one person, is going to be like, "I don't think this is the podcast for me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone give them an audio-based show. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mama says I have a face for radio. <laughs> Uh, no, it's good to be back uh, doing an episode, and I look look forward to doing more, and I look forward to what season two brings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't say that. This is season two of Unplanned Pod. Season two, episode one, the one where they talk about themselves for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think long-time listeners of the show will probably appreciate this, because they just want to know what we're up to, but I think more casual listeners will probably think that this was stupid and boring because we didn't really talk about anything. We didn't have any plan at all. You'd think with like six weeks off that we would have come into this with some sort of idea of what we were going to do. We had no idea. Yeah, you... And we just kind of made it up. Then you didn't read the title of the podcast. <laughs> That's also true. Unplanned Podency. Yeah. It's in it the name. It is in the name. We'll try to do a better job next month. Eh, we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Q... Q four weeks from now, Chris and I sit down. What do you want to talk about? No, I don't know. <laughs> well, what's happening? Uh. All right. Later, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I'm plotting, I'm playing Yeah, go visit that. Yeah, if you want, well, don't look under the internet. Yeah, if, if you want to see more of that guy over there uh, to that screen, uh, editor, blow up his picture. This guy right here, point at him. Great. If you want to hear more of him, go visit Don't Look Under the Internet. I mean, you probably are here from that. I mean, in all, yeah, in all reality, you probably, you're doing this, we're doing this the other way around. But you know what? Hey. Yeah. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for Bye. listening. Bye.